overnight, the U.S. Supreme Court failed to intervene, and so a new Texas law has taken effect. The most restrictive abortion law in the nation, although probably not for long, as a race is likely to be underway in red states to try to equal it, if not outdo it. A law that prohibits all abortions in the state of Texas after six weeks, a point in time when many women don't even know they're pregnant, and also gives just random people on the street the ability to sue anyone who assists a woman in exercising her constitutional right to make reproductive decisions. The fallout from this could be enormous, and to help us sort it all out, we go now to Bridget Leahy, Planned Parenthood of Illinois. Bridget, welcome back to the program. Thanks for being here with us. Thank you, Jim. Well, let's uh, just cut right to the chase, I guess. Does this Texas law and so far the failure of any court to step in and block it, does this mean the end of Roe v. Wade? Is that essentially dead in America now? Well, for the 7 million women of Texas who are of reproductive age, Roe v. Wade does not exist for them right now, today, as of midnight. Uh, those people are cut off from virtually all access to abortion. And uh, we estimate that the majority of them are going to have to either travel out of state or they will be forced to continue pregnancies that they do not want. So this is a very dangerous law. It is uh, really impacting millions of people in the state of Texas. And all of us, everywhere in the United States should be deeply concerned uh, that your zip code would be the determination of whether or not you have certain rights to access health care. It, it appears, and I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but uh, from what I have read of this, it appears that what Texas has done here is to not technically completely uh, ban abortion. You can still obtain an abortion up to six weeks of pregnancy. Uh, but why is that not sufficient in most cases? So, as you mentioned just a few moments ago, most people don't realize that they're um, or many people don't realize that they're pregnant by six weeks. Uh, most people won't even have had a positive pregnancy test until at least four or five weeks. And then they may have only one week to get an abortion. That means they have to suspect they're pregnant, get the positive pregnancy test, find a, a health center and make an appointment and then there are additional texas laws that create barriers so they have to have an advanced ultrasound they have to wait 24 hours and then they have to have a second appointment um, after that first appointment with the ultrasound etc with the same provider to comply with texas law so Really, if you find out before six weeks that you're pregnant, it's very unlikely that you're actually going to be able to get in and have an abortion before your time is up, uh, meaning you have to leave the state or you have no options. Uh, and if you uh, don't comply with all of those restrictions, the other, uh, you know, really to me kind of unbelievable part of this, the, the thing that has me equating it with The Handmaid's Tale, is that it essentially opens the door for anybody, anywhere, 
to now try to take uh, people to court if they try to assist a woman in, uh, in, in actually exercising her right to make her own reproductive health choices. So uh, a doctor who would perform an abortion at six weeks in one day or a counselor that might try to uh, assist a woman in getting these services, they could be sued by Anybody, any random person, uh, and potentially face thousands of dollars in fines plus court costs. Again, I'm not a lawyer, but I, I have to ask, how could that possibly be legal? How could that possibly stand up to any kind of scrutiny? Well, that is fascinating, uh, and I think that we really should look at that part because this is what is so chilling about this law. Not in a time that you need to reach out to your support network, your family, your friends, potentially clergy, uh, healthcare professionals, uh, mental health professionals, whoever you need to get the information you need, the counseling, the advice, the support, all of those people are cut off from you by this sue thy neighbor law. So it's not just the doctor who is targeted by this law. It is potentially your Uber driver, your mom who Venmo's you the money to cover the cost. It is uh, your minister who you've talked to, a counselor who may have provided you with counseling and advice about your options. All of those people can be sued, and they can be sued by complete strangers, a distant relative. You could, you could have an abusive partner intervene and sue your mom for helping pay the, for the abortion, even a stranger from out of state. And they would collect, as you said, thousands of dollars. This is not normally how laws are enforced and definitely not how health care policy is endorsed or, I'm sorry, enforced in our country. Talking with Bridget Leahy, Planned Parenthood of Illinois, as you noted, this impacting the women of Texas right now. And for them is essentially all lost at this point. The Supreme Court did not intervene, even though they were petitioned and asked to uh, to issue a stay of this. It didn't intervene before the law took effect. Could something still happen? Could action still be taken? Is there any other recourse? Yes, yeah, so we are still waiting to see if the Supreme Court will respond to the emergency petition. They have neither denied it or granted it, so we are waiting for that. There is also the litigation that is ongoing on this um, law. So um, prior to today, a, law, a lawsuit was filed by Planned Parenthood and other organizations challenging the law. That has been working its way through the courts, and at the lower court level, uh, there was a petition for an emergency stay. That hearing did not happen, which is the reason why there there's a petition at the Supreme Court level. So we're still waiting for certain things to happen, but the fact is that today it is nearly impossible for any patient to access abortion in the state of Texas, and we do not know how long that will last. Uh, so people are scrambling in that state to find out, figure out what they can do, where they can to go, and they really don't know what their future holds. Today it's Texas, but it seems like you would have to have a stopwatch just to, to measure how long it takes for other states to try to follow suit. Are we seeing moves in that direction, and how quickly do you expect more dominoes to fall? So that is a really, really good point. Um, in recent years, we have seen a dramatic uptick 
in anti-abortion legislation introduced in other states. So this is not going to stop in Texas. This bill is extreme, but it's part of a national agenda to end access to abortion in our country. Um, In 2021, at the state legislative level, there were over 600 restrictions introduced. That's the most ever in a year since Roe v. Wade was decided by the Supreme Court. So we do expect other states to at least follow Texas's example, maybe even one-up them and make for an even more restrictive law, although I I really don't know. I mean, most people are not going to – this pretty much cuts off access to everyone. So I'm sure the other side can be creative, but it's still um, something that we have to look at as a national um, issue. Thankfully, here in Illinois, I want to reassure people that in the state of Illinois, abortion is safe and legal. Planned Parenthood of Illinois, our doors are open. We are seeing patients. We may, in the coming days, start seeing patients from Texas, but I want to ensure all Illinois residents that we have a state law that protects reproductive rights and protects your right to make a decision about having an abortion. And so right now in Illinois, unlike many other states, abortion rights and access to that health care is protected. Obviously, a, a lot of people are cheering these developments in Texas. They are vehemently opposed to abortion. They are thrilled with anything uh, that they believe is, uh, is sparing an innocent life. Uh, but just as evidently here in Illinois, where are a lot of people who support a woman's right to make her own decisions in this regard and are quite distraught about what's happening there, what can those people do? What, uh, what can an individual do that might have some impact or make a difference in these times in which we live? Well, clearly, we would love it if people joined us in taking action and speaking out against laws like the Texas ban and other restrictions in other states. It's very important that you get engaged, you educate yourself. You can go to our website, um, PlannedParenthoodIllinoisAction.org, and sign up for email alerts to find out what's going on and be connected with more information. And we encourage you to let your elected officials know, your state legislators, your members of Congress, know that you do not want this kind of legislation in your state and you want and tell them just basically bans off my body don't ban my access to health care i want to make sure that my personal decisions my personal health care decisions are not the business of politicians they're not the business of a nosy neighbor they're not the business of complete strangers and so we need laws that will protect us Beyond, you know, fingers crossed for the next election and the next election after that, uh, what is Planned Parenthood Illinois and what are other Planned Parenthood affiliates doing in, in the moment, in the here and now, uh, to, uh, to, to deal with this other than, again, waiting for court rulings? So, again, we were seeing the trend a few years ago, which is why we passed the Reproductive Health Act in 2019, to make sure that Illinois law protects access to abortion care. In addition to that, um, Planned Parenthood of Illinois is committed to continuing to do everything we can to provide and protect access to care no matter what. That means keeping our doors open. That means working with other organizations and other states. Uh, working with patient navigators in Texas to help 
patients get the care they need. We know that people are going to have to travel, and we are going to work with abortion funds, patient navigators, and other organizations to try to get patients to where they need to um, where they need to be to get the care they need. Um, and so, we are planning for this. We have been planning to this for this, and we are committed to making sure that we will be there for the patients in Texas, in Illinois, and all across the Midwest. Bridget Leahy is the Senior Director of Public Policy for Planned Parenthood Illinois Action. And Bridget, if people would like to learn more about Planned Parenthood Illinois Action or how to get involved in these issues, where can they go to do so? Uh, they can just Google Planned Parenthood Illinois Action, and that'll get you to our website. You can also check us out, um, Planned Parenthood Illinois Action, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Bridget, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. We appreciate it. Thank you.